Toastmasters International is a worldwide organization. We are seeing massive growth outside of the United States where Toastmasters is based. Do you ever wonder how they manage over 300,000 members and thousands of clubs? Do they know what's happening in the clubs? How do they know what's going on in the clubs and where there are problems? Can they help? In today's episode, we're talking about area director visits, what the area director is doing, what the visit looks like to the club, and what they can do for you. Do you want to develop your leadership and public speaking skills? Then Toastmasters is for you. In one hour a week, we'll teach you the skills and give you the opportunities to practice them. This is Toastmasters 101. I'm your host, Kim Kragi. Toastmasters International is a big organization. We have over 300,000 members, and we want to help them achieve their goals, and that means there must be some levels of management inserted into the program somewhere. For an organization that teaches leadership, this gives thousands of people the opportunity to build up their skills in a hands-on way, instead of just reading a book or taking a class. Serving as a club officer or a district officer, you're going to deal with the problems that leaders face. Managing an online program that's just updated its basic product and delivery system, personnel turnover, and confused new members who don't know what's going on, that's in a healthy club. But what if you're in a club with issues? Maybe your club is losing members and not replacing them. Maybe your club is having trouble adjusting to the Pathways program. Maybe your club just lacks training for new club officers. And that's just grouping together a whole lot of problems into three description areas. Toastmasters clubs face many challenges. And if you're new to leadership, you might be struggling with some oppressive problems. Then the district tells you that someone is coming to evaluate your club. Well, that's unsettling, isn't it? Who is this area director and what are they going to do? Let me explain. Toastmasters has divided the world into districts, and each district has three levels, the district, the division, and the area. Each of these levels is an opportunity for a Toastmaster to build leadership skills such as organization or project management by becoming the director of one of those sections. The area director is a member of your club in your district who has been tasked with checking in on your club and making a report to Toastmasters International about your status, good or bad. This report has a lot of value for Toastmasters International. This is the data they need to understand what problems the clubs are facing and if what they're doing is to successful. That means this area director is required to attend two meetings per year of your club and probably four or five other clubs in your community. These should be your normal club meetings so that the area director can see what you're doing right now and how you're doing it. Presumably, the area director can observe your club and serve as its evaluator, just like a speech evaluator, an outside perspective with some points of growth along with appreciation for what's being done well. Here's the truth. When I was appointed to be an area director, and that's how it's done in District 10, 
I'd been a Toastmaster for less than two years. I knew that there was an international organization of some kind for about three months because I'd been asked to give a speech a few months before when the international board president was visiting our district. He came to our club. And that may have been all I knew about Toastmasters outside of my club experience. I hadn't even visited many other clubs, maybe two or three at that point. I asked to be appointed as an area director because the people who were mentoring me to become a DTM told me that's what I needed to do next. But I didn't really know very much. Now, an area director does receive training, but to be honest, I really didn't understand much of what I was told. There was way too much new stuff for me to process before my first major task was due. I had to organize an area contest. Back then, we had contests in the fall and in the spring, and I needed to get mine scheduled in the middle of October. I didn't know what I was doing. I probably learned more about being an area director from my area's club officers and my division director than I did through the training. So what's the value of an area director and their visits? The area director visits, and they collect a lot of data to report back to the district and to Toastmasters International. That data can be used to see trends. Often this data helps the district leaders know that there's potential trouble in a club. If a club that consistently was getting new members and the membership was earning education awards, and then that starts to slow down, then the district knows that they need to reach out to that club and offer some help. Alternatively, a club might be doing something really good, and the area director can share that with other clubs. So what do area director visits look like? Not to be too generic, but the average area director visit that I made started with a contact with the club president to confirm a good time for me to come by. That's often important for corporate clubs. I had two, and both were government contractors who had strict visitation rules. I had to be cleared to go in. One club had never had an area visit before in their knowledge because of those company restrictions. So I walked in and I didn't have a clue what was going on with this club. I didn't understand their purpose or what their history was. It turned out that this club at the time was using the Toastmasters Competent Communicator Manual to train some sales reps. The company paid for a six-month membership for their new hires and got them to complete the manual, and then they sent them out into the world. There's nothing wrong with this. I personally thought it was a pretty smart act on their part to use a proven training program that didn't require them to develop materials or metrics. It was just another item on their training checklist. The rub was the members weren't finishing their education awards in the six-month membership period that the company paid for. They were finishing the 10 speeches, but long after their membership expired. Therefore, the club never reported any education awards, which made this club look really bad to Toastmasters International and to our district as well. A few years later, This club became one of our most outstanding successes, including completing eight of the 10 Distinguished Club goals only three months into the Toastmasters year just a couple years ago. Then there was this other club. They survived on paper memberships. I think when I walked into the room, 
I dropped the average age of the members to below 70. While the club was reporting a minimum number of members that was required, they were actually buying memberships for family members who never attended a meeting. To top it off, the club had some big issues that weren't really noticed by the district because nobody knew that the club was running two distinct meetings in different locations, one at a member's business office with local college students and the other about 30 miles away in the location that Toastmasters International had listed in their records. Even with two meetings, they still had membership issues. I never quite got that sorted out. As area director, I reported that to the district leadership and they never addressed it. I guessed at the time there were other issues that were more important than this one club. Now, that club's membership has changed and the leaders are now working hard to turn it around and I believe that they're having some success. The year I was area director, I also saw two clubs in my area chartered, one club closed, and trying to keep track of all the tasks I was expected to do, including reporting the data that I had collected to Toastmasters International. Oh, those report forms. I didn't know I was supposed to fill out the forms online. I had them all printed out and filled out, but then I found out after the deadline that I should have just copied the information into the website form. Live and learn the hard way. What's on those reports anyway? In a nutshell, the reports are filled with questions about how the club meetings go. Are they following the Toastmasters protocols? Do they have officers who are handling the responsibilities of their roles? Are the members getting a satisfactory Toastmasters experience? These reports also are useful because they identify potential leaders for future district service. If I recall correctly, and I pray this has been changed, there were about five pages of questions that the area director was supposed to answer. What was really frustrating at the time was that I never found the save button. It may have been there. I just could never see it. So I had to complete the entire report in one sitting. I also found a number of the questions redundant. Once I tried to take the printout of those questions to my meeting with the club and asked the club president some of the questions, and boy, was my ignorance evident at that moment. That president didn't have time for that. Then when I tried to call later to get more information, the club president didn't have time for that either. These reports were hard to complete because the time constraints of the people who are participating. So when I did my second set of visits, because there is a second set in the spring, I had a much stronger idea of what I wanted to know, and I got very concise in how I asked questions. That's because I finally knew enough how to understand the background of these questions, what Toastmasters really wanted to know. However much training you get to be an area director, nothing's going to beat boots on the ground and a much better grounding in how Toastmasters works. So what does the area director visit look like to the club? Essentially, the visit should look like a normal meeting. The area director can be invited to speak or not. Club presidents may want to schedule a little bit of extra time after the meeting to talk to the area director to answer questions or ask their own, but it's not supposed to be anything different. It's supposed to be your normal meeting. It's supposed to be a snapshot of what your club is doing right now. 
I suspect that every district has at least one club that declines all district visits all the time. I'm not so sure what they're concerned about. You know, I was about to say afraid, but maybe that's not the right interpretation of their reluctance to have an area director visit. I don't know why clubs turn down area director visits, but I do know of a few reasons. Some corporate clubs are just not going to permit visitors of any kind at any time and for good security reasons. But in general, I think that for most new club presidents, the area director visit may seem to be intrusive, and maybe they're afraid of dealing with a judgmental person who knows so much more because they're an area director. And that's really sad because Toastmasters is not about being intrusive. It's not about being judgmental. And quite honestly, area directors don't usually know that much. I think that there are two ways to look at the area director visit. First, the district don't have no place sticking their noses in our club. Or, hey, come on in. We got nothing to hide. I've seen that. Don't come in here telling me what to do. Mindset of a president. Unfortunately, I was a member of that club at the time, and the area director was a good friend of mine. This was a club in crisis, and I don't know what that club president thought. Did he expect the district to come in and take over the club from him? What could have been a very helpful meeting with assistance to make the club successful turned out to be a very difficult meeting with a lot of frustration on both sides. I have also seen the door swing open in welcome to district officers of all ranks. These club presidents were open to new ideas, and they invited me to speak at the meetings. Guess which one of those two clubs folded? Yes, of course, it was the first one. That club had a lot of potential, but they didn't take advantage of what Toastmasters, the international organization, or the district had to offer them to overcome some barriers. I said it before. A good area director visit is like a good speech evaluation. They see what the club is doing well, but they can also see some blind spots that need attention. And they can offer assistance from the district or from Toastmasters International or even from their own experience. People are often surprised at what's available from Toastmasters International. Did you know that there are marketing materials that can help you promote your club or an open house to recruit new members? If you want, you can get some of these materials from Toastmasters International for free. You can either order them with something else and then you have to pay the shipping, or you can download the files and print them yourself. Now, I take those marketing materials, and I take them to local libraries, and I leave them there. Well, I did. Now I can download those materials and share that with people in my club guest packets. Toastmasters International also provides some great data analysis and infographics, information that might help you market your club and social media. Do you know the details about the most common Toastmaster member? You might be surprised. All districts have a sense of the culture of Toastmasters in their communities. My fellow Toastmaster Michelle has visited clubs around the world, and she said she's always been welcomed. But the cultures vary so much, which is to be expected. 
In some places she's visited, the members are highly motivated to learn English, and this is the place for them to practice their speaking skills. We don't see that so much in America, except for my club, where we have people who are new to the United States who are coming for exactly that reason. The difference in the culture would be hard for Toastmasters International to manage, but by having districts, divisions, and areas, the club cultures are respected and conformity to certain patterns or perhaps political stands that would not be welcome, that's all prevented by having an area director. So welcome your area director and ask your questions and answer theirs, please. They probably need help in doing their job right, but they can help your club. Regardless of how much experience they personally have, or in my case, how little, They do have access to resources and expertise to help your club overcome challenges when your club is struggling. Ultimately, that's what the area director's primary job is to do, to help you make your club successful. Serving as an area director is often the first job a Toastmaster takes on outside of their club. It's a big step into more leadership than just being a club officer. If you are interested, you should contact your district leadership. If you don't know how to reach them, you can find out who your area director is and ask them. Our music is from incompetech.filmmusic.io. Toastmasters 101 is a podcast production of Toastmasters District 10. When you want to be a leader, you have to have the opportunities to try out those leadership skills. That's why being a club officer is the start, but there are plenty of other opportunities to step up into leadership in your district. Right now, your district may be starting their planning for upcoming events, such as winter officer training sessions or next year's conference. Contact your district leadership now if you're interested in learning leadership on a bigger scale. We'll talk again next week on Toastmasters 101.